0: You're listening to the Rec Do Tech podcast. We connect the tech thought leaders across the globe to deliver content that allows you to make better career and hiring decisions. Welcome and thanks for joining us. You are here today as you believe that information and knowledge sharing is critical in a connected world. Our goal with this show and company is to introduce high-quality, actionable insights that will help both hiring managers and job seekers execute lean recruitment processes and gain industry knowledge to further enhance their careers. Today, I'm joined by a multi-award winning CEO who, with the help from her team, has developed the first carbon reduction software that uses algorithms to analyze over 300,000 data points to predict and prioritize the most critical environmental issues and the way that industries and companies impact these environmental changes. Not only is she the founder of this company, she's also helped found the Green Tech Alliance, which is a community of green tech companies that connects members to VCs, media, and other experts to help drive a positive change. Her background is nothing short of exceptional. Forbes 30 under 30, one of the top 80 founders shaping the post pandemic world, one of the top 100 women in Germany for 2020, and winner of numerous awards from Google, McKinsey, Rocket Internet. Honestly, the list can keep going, but we only have a short period of time. So it is an absolute pleasure to introduce Lubomila Jordanova, the CEO of Plan A Earth. So welcome to the show, Lou. How are you doing?
1: Hi, hi, Aden. I'm doing uh, really great. Uh, really happy to be here.
0: Good. Yeah, and like the, the list, like I said, it goes on. But what we don't want to do is focus just on your achievements. Although they are great, I am really keen just to deep dive straight into Plan A as a, as a business. Um, for obviously those who don't know the business, I gave it a short description just then. But I guess as the CEO, in your own words, can you kind of explain a little bit about where you guys are right now as a company?
1: yeah thank you so much well my achievements uh, don't matter at all if it was not for the planet team so uh, i definitely would prefer to focus on that as well the company has been founded in 2017 Uh, we founded it then in berlin uh, and now we are at 30 people doubling the team within the next six months uh, also and what we've been doing over the last few years is focusing on the software that you mentioned that enables businesses to calculate, monitor, reduce their emissions uh, with a strong focus on science, which is the strong capability uh, on our side since day one.
0: Cool, and, you know, you're absolutely right. The team is the focus of this conversation as well. So there is an incredible amount of, of stats and things like that that say X amount of businesses fell over a certain period of time. And Berlin is is you know no exception to startups rising and falling quite quickly. Um, I am keen to kind of peel back the curtain as it were and, and kind of see how, how you as a team have kind of developed over the course of the last year, especially with COVID and how you've kind of maintained the, the internal culture um, and engagement as it were, when naturally we've all kind of had a, a pretty, pretty rough year. So let's start with that in the sense of how are you continuously engaging with your team and keeping them focused on, the, on your long-term strategy?
1: For planning, COVID was a really interesting situation because we more than doubled the team uh, and we had to do it in an online setting. We never have been a remote company or remote first company, so we had to adapt our ways of doing things, recruitment, and also the whole team engagement. Um, and a few practical things have helped a lot. First of all, was regular discussions with the individuals on the team to ask them how they're feeling. We had people that were feeling not so happy with living by themselves and being stuck at home for uh, over six months at some point, and now it's getting to a year. Um, The second uh, element was that we started focusing a lot on uh, team engagement, which was kind of always part of what we were doing with Plan A, but it takes a different shape when you are more than 30 people because you then have to be a bit more attentive to every single detail because some people might like, Go and decide to stay in the background. So, we need to keep everyone engaged. Uh, for this, we've done like really funny stuff. Um, the latest one was uh, we developed an ad for planning uh, for and, uh, 150. So, we basically had to develop a concept of what planning would look like in uh, 150 years, 130 years. Uh, and then the final element is, at least from my perspective as a CEO, that I spent a lot of time on. Uh, making sure that uh, there's a high level of satisfaction on the team and any kind of concern or this balance or problem is being resolved immediately.
0: I think as you just said, so the, the team is now 30. So we were 15 um, roughly at the beginning of COVID and we kind of doubled in that time. At that size of a company it is really good as a CEO, you can have the opportunity to kind of interact with as many people pretty much daily or weekly. Um, now that the team has doubled, how has that impacted your uh, opportunity, you say, to, to spend more time with the team as we've grown?
1: Um, I had to make some conscious choices over the last few months uh, in terms of how I spend my time. I've been uh, historically really externally facing, and this is part of the job of a CEO. I go and speak at a lot of events. I meet a lot of clients. Uh, I do a lot of f- sales uh, partnerships and uh other things, uh, now I've actually dedicated a lot of my time to the team itself. Uh, I have a few blocked days that are solely dedicated to the Planet A team, uh, which means that we just kind of are enabling the possibility for growth uh, without uh, necessarily creating bottlenecks. Uh, I think I'm... Um, the luckiest person to have people like our CTO and COO as well as our chief commercial officer and my co-founder. So this is uh, uh, quite a a big chunk of the senior team as well as our chief emission accounting officer who have been uh, growing their own teams um, and together with them we're kind of shaping a culture that enables everyone to grow individually but also there's always this in the back of everyone's mind this vision of Where is the company headed? What are the achievements uh, that we're looking for uh, for the next six months, eight months, one year? Um, And how do we make sure that the individual agenda contributes to the big picture?
0: Okay. So we'll touch upon the culture in a moment, but I'm interested to see as the company has grown, have you had any kind of major setbacks around people or around the culture itself that maybe you didn't foresee um, kind of, I guess, at the start of, of COVID?
1: Um, from a personal perspective, COVID has been uh, very uncomfortable for me when I put it in the context of Plan A. Um, we're spoiled to have the opportunity to uh, you know, have to pick if we work from home or from the office, uh, given the regulations in Germany. Uh, and I, I'm not someone that knows personally how to work from home in the most effective manner. Um, so... Something that I had to learn was how do I adapt to this hybrid culture where we have people in the office, we have people online, we have to kind of do exercises and activities together within the regulations, within the limitations that were constantly changing and still they are today. Um, So that was something on a personal level. On a team level, I think we had to adapt with uh, like the multitude of uh, of cultures that in any case always develops within uh, a company where more than 20 nationalities which is fantastic because this diversity allows for really rich culture uh, from the get-go but that also means that you need to really balance this cross-cultural management uh, to balance basically the differences in understanding of managerial cultures so that's something that we had to learn quite quickly and adapt also uh, Predominantly offline ways to online, offline, hybrid kind of ones.
0: So, would you say it's fair to say, especially in the last 12 months, your personal management style has shifted and adjusted to match the needs of, of the team now, obviously because of COVID?
1: For sure. And I'm always open to growth. You know, this is something that is part of my day to day. I don't think I know it all. And I think that uh, it is to planning's benefit for. Uh, the team to be constantly adding people that add a new perspective, a new uh, expertise in managerial styles and so on. So I have been growing from one perspective due to the fact that there's been a lot of exceptional talent that has joined the company that has been given me feedback and has shown me different ways of things being done. And me as someone that kind of has known my way of uh, being, uh, have taken my steps to adapt to that. So uh, I would definitely say that I've been... Uh, Growing in this, and I'm incredibly happy to have been given the chance to learn from incredibly respectful and kind people. That uh, which is part of the values that we look for when someone is joining our team.
0: Do you find it difficult at times? Would you say, as the, the fact you've added, you know, you say more intelligent, as it were, people, more senior people to the company, to give these different perspectives? As the CEO, do you find it difficult sometimes to hear the comments? Because I'd imagine, you know. Not everyone's going to say something fantastic all the time. Um, It is the job as a CEO to kind of take it on at face value and kind of see from an impartial perspective as much as they can, but it's still your, your company, right? So has it been tough at times when, when those conversations have happened? And I guess if so, how have you kind of dealt with them then?
1: One of the other values that we have established in Plane is no ego, uh, which means that we are looking for people, uh, including myself, that are able to make decisions that are in best favor of the company, Um, not Mm. in their own favor, not in uh, making them shine uh, for the sake of shining, which is not necessarily going to benefit the company. Um, So... It's been quite many years now that I've been doing what I'm doing and uh, for some it might seem short because it's only like four years or so, but for me it feels like a long journey because for a long time Mm -hmm. I was doing a lot by myself um, Mm -hmm. in terms of like a lot of different responsibilities. Now I have the support that is, you know, making me be able to focus on um, internal and external affairs, but like with focus solely on team and sales. Uh, Mm -hmm. But... Um, I would say uh, the the main uh, element when it comes to like conflict or kind of challenges is that you need to learn how to remove ego from business because in one way or another, you're going to be uh, disregarded as unprofessional. So I think in planning we just have this kind of onboarding. Immediately you're put in this culture where this is the way we do things. So um, mm-hmm. there's no space for you to be biased for your own benefit. So, um, there's no space for me also to be uh, such. And um, I stand strongly behind this value because um, I've seen how it can lead to really bad decisions.
0: Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting, as you say, you're doubling again from 30 to 60 in quite a short period of time. So that's kind of the interesting aspect of the culture comes from there. How how do you... Let me, two-part question. How do you think the team... It, as individuals will cope with an extra 30 people, extra 30 colleagues from the onboarding perspective and the cultural perspective?
1: One of the things that is uh, part of the onboarding process of someone that joins Plan A is uh, that they immediately put into an environment that on one hand is welcoming to them, but it kind of shows them also the ropes in terms of like how we do things in Plan A and what we believe is better um, the effective way for us to achieve the goals that we've set for ourselves. Um, But in this onboarding process, there's equal balance of importance and respect to the new and the old employees, which means that when we are looking into the old employees, um, there's no legacy of respect or higher decision-making power due to the fact that someone has been longer in the company. The reason why we're doubling the team is because we're lacking certain skill sets and we're lacking certain capacities at the moment, which means that we're adding people that have unique capacity and unique uh, skill sets that would add up to the planning kind of puzzle that would bring us to where we want to get to. Um, So with this in mind, we make sure that whenever someone new joins, first, they feel welcome. Uh, Second, they know how we've been doing things up until now, but there's always kind of the third element that is asking them, how would you improve this? Uh, Because only in this kind of approach, we can grow in an effective manner that is long lasting and sustainable to allow for the company to become beyond the unicorn.
0: I think that kind of plays back to what you're saying, the no ego aspect is one of your core values. And I assume obviously you have others listed already. I think that's actually really powerful. As a recruiter, I work for a lot of different companies naturally and work with startups as well. And it amazes me sometimes that they don't really have a predefined, this is the kind of sort of culture we want to create. And it then automatically creates itself. And it's really difficult to to change at that point um, because naturally things set in motion. When you created Plan A, and as you say, you started it by yourself to begin with um, for, for a long time. Did you always have it in your mind? This is the sort of companies I've worked with in the past. This is what I liked about them. This is what I didn't like about them. this is kind of how I want Plan A to look or was it very much um, as the first Cup of Hires started to join, it just, as I say, organically grew and it's become what it has?
1: I think it's a fantastic question. Uh, And in the duality of it, you see the answer. Um, I'm not myself the company, uh, which means that the culture as it stands today has been shaped by every single new person that has joined. And the moment when they join, they're welcomed to start contributing to that. We have a very open culture where you're invited to take on your own initiatives. There's budgets for that. And there's also the opportunity for the team time and the management time to be dedicated to giving feedback on these ideas. Um, When it comes to how Plan A started, uh, there's definitely a vision that I have been following since the beginning that has shaped the way the company looks today. Um, And... In, we have a benefit uh, in this based on the business model and kind of the, the the industry that we're tackling because by working on such a big challenge like climate change, we're actually being able to immediately gain uh, certain values as part of the value proposition just for because we're doing that. Um, so the, the vision of the company has been uh, since day one that We want to empower different stakeholders to be able to act on climate change uh, by making their businesses more effective, their organizations, institutions more effective. Um, And this is kind of trickled down in the way the culture works. We're really respectful. Uh, We have a lot of knowledge about the topic we cover because we know how important science is in this. Um, We have a lot of dedication uh, of our own time and our own resources to actually seeing results go through in terms of the challenge we're addressing. We're not only calculating emissions, we're helping companies reduce them. Um, And when it comes to the team and kind of the values we look for, uh, we are building a unit. We're not building uh, individual um, ego-driven, self-centric kind of entities that would then lead a team uh, with the hope that somehow miraculously that, that would align yeah, all together. We are empowering different individuals to become part, part of something that is bigger than them, that is the planning mission and vision.
0: I think it's important to note when you're saying about your the people you're hiring and empowering and things like that, I get the idea and I guess you can confirm with this, your values are extremely important throughout the interview process. And I'm guessing that if someone doesn't uphold everything we're looking for, you guys just don't, you don't take the you know, take the chance as it were. Um, am I correct in saying that?
1: Absolutely, yeah, and um, uh, it's something uh, important to clarify here. So uh, planning as a mission has its site climate change. So what we do on day-to-day basis is addressing climate change. That is not to say that for every single candidate that we interview, there's an expectation to be vegan or to have been an expert in the field since day one. We have people that are in the tech team that, uh, in every single team actually, that uh, have not been familiar with the topic of sustainability and climate change in a lot of depth. We have the other end of the spectrum where we have people that have been, you know, super dedicated and have always been looking for a job that is within the field and have been using the technical, their, any skill sets um, in the particular domain to be able to uh, address uh, climate change. What we always look for, though, is uh, something that is a bit on a deeper level in terms of values, and that's honesty, that is uh, understanding of what is greenwashing and why Planet doesn't deal with these kinds of uh, offers, um we're looking for people that are truly understanding the sense of urgency of the problem that they're solving maybe they don't know all the details about it but they know that there's a problem called climate change um and the final element is that they're a team player that is willing to learn um if you have all these elements you're more likely to be part of the process further down the line and um, obviously if the skill sets are there on a more technical level then um, you you would be most likely the successful candidate
0: it's quite nice to hear um and again seven years in recruitment there's some really good companies that i've had the opportunity who think just exactly like yourself who have um a vision of where we're going we need the team to help us get there and they stick to the values because they know the values work i am curious to see how plan a does grow um and i'm not talking the next six months i'm talking five years from now mm-hmm. And I would love to see how we go back to this and see how it changed and things like that, because that's going to be the, the true indicator. Was it a success or not to kind of do that? I think it will be. But who knows? We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I guess one last question I have. Um, when you look back at the experience and, you know, it doesn't matter if you've been doing it for four years or 50 years. Right. If you're successful at what you do, you're successful. And I, I see Plan A right now as a success and it's definitely getting more as, as the days go by. What Someone's setting up a brand new business today, tomorrow, whenever. What do you think that leader or that founder must possess, the number one thing they must possess to successfully build a long-term culture?
1: I think one of the most important uh, attributes to good leaders uh, is love for people. Uh, And maybe this sounds a bit too qualitative and too... uh, kind of maybe superficial for those that are understanding success only as uh, money, but successful businesses and also the ones that bring the most profits are the ones that have uh, understood the value of talent. And what this means is that since day one, you need to be seeking and respecting the different perspectives that were gonna come in front of you and to see how they potentially, even though maybe conflicting at the moment with your own perspective, are actually building up on your own vision. Um, I have been in multiple ties in my career and also, in speci- especially when it comes to plan A, um, in situations where I have learned during the first discussion or call with someone so much, and also not only about the problem that they mentioned, but about myself as well. Um, and in these conversations, you see the power and the value of teams. You're never going to be able to build a business by yourself even if you're the smartest person on the planet Uh, you have 24 hours in the day and you also have limited amount of resources what you need is clever smart dedicated people who are only going to be clever smart and dedicated for your own business if you empower them to do so by showing them love appreciation and respect
0: and I couldn't have said it better myself I wholeheartedly agree Um, I appreciate obviously you taking the time uh, and kind of sharing a little bit about Plan A's culture and, and kind of how you how you intend to grow and things like that. You guys have just said you're hiring a lot. So if somebody wants to apply or if somebody wants to find out a bit more, how can they do it? Where can they go?
1: So uh, at the moment, we have a lot of technical positions that are open, uh, a lot of sales positions, marketing. Uh, um, and for anyone that is looking, they can find the career page of Plan A uh, on our website, plana.earth. Uh, or, if they don't see anything that is listed there that applies to what they have um, to offer, they can send an email to people at planet.earth or find, find me on LinkedIn. I'm super approachable. It's super important for me to be spending a lot of time on hiring. So, uh, I'll be more than happy to chat to them and find a way to understand why they want to uh, battle uh, against climate change together with us and empower businesses uh, to be more sustainable.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. And what we'll do is we'll tag the website, we'll tag the company and yourself in the post. So if people do want to find it or find yourself, it'll be a lot easier that way. But thank you for taking the time, Lou.
1: Thank you.